ஹலோ வியூஸ் வெல்கம் டு அனதர் எபிசோட் ஆஃப் ஹிச் அண்ட் ஸ்ரேசர் இந்த எபிசோட் வி ஆர் டிஸ்கஸிங் த டாபிக் பேரண்ட்ஸ் சில்ட்ரன் அண்ட் த டாக்ஸிசிட்டி அரவுண்ட் இந்தியன் மேரேஜ் சிஸ்டம் வித் மீ ஃபைவ் அண்ட் ஆஃப் ஹவர்ஸ் அப்பார்ட் இஸ் விஷ்ணு மேனன் பிரதர் பார்ட்னர் இன் கிரைம் ஹலோ விஷ்ணு ஹவ் Apart from the, the stupid look that he is sporting today, uh, God only knows why he is wearing this, um, sunglasses this, it's, inside. It's because, uh, let me explain why. So, in, in Cuba, Fidel Castro kind of uh, legalized, uh, you know, being able to consume alcohol and all of that. So, what does that make him? Hmm. Infidel. Infidel Castro. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's an easy to, one exactly to, oh, to celebrate oh, to celebrate infidel castro is why i'm i'm okay uh, back to the topic yes. then um, parents children and the toxicity around indian marriage system well oscar wilde famously wrote in the picture of dorian gray that children begin by loving their parents as they grow older they judge them sometimes they forgive them now i have taken the liberty to extend this quote to an indian context in india children begin by loving their parents as they grow older they judge them sometimes they forgive them and they continue loving them <laughs> and vice versa so i must confess i am neither for nor against uh, the idea of marriage so the opinions presented in this episode are collected from uh, the kind anonymous interviews and some meticulous internet research um vishnu uh, will be asking questions as we uh, discuss the points uh, so is he sort of uh, calling this a socratic method to understand uh, what the topic is about and hopefully that will help the purpose of this episode is to acknowledge the pervasive toxicity in the institution of marriage in india we are hearing about mental health issues faced by young people i mean many years ago or at least you know half a decade ago they were jolly and funny and like to talk about events and ideas but now all they talk about is people and sort of the primary reason uh, is you know the presupposed age for their marriage parents are going through immense pressure as well although this is mostly created by themselves uh, and of course the family relatives and society so oddly enough uh, indian marriage this is equally toxic for both parents and children sort of a villain villain story a double edged sword which is frequently tearing apart uh, the, the peace and happiness in families well, and the, and the real reason for this pain is this vice versa love between parents and their children um so hopefully this episode will help somebody think uh, that's the intention that's a wonderful introduction that's a wonderful introduction we know at the outset but i have one point of contention when you told me that you you're not for or against you're particularly indifferent when it comes to marriage uh, are you indifferent when it comes to child marriage because i am clearly against it Uh, let us just take that out of the way uh, for, i mean we need to make sure that this is going to be a serious episode of <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I, i i i do like a dark joke but uh, uh, right so uh, that being said 
there are issues with intercaste interfaith marriages and you know child marriage obviously it's a big problem but uh, it it's it has come down uh, a great deal because of the because of the legislation created for it and regarding intercaste and interfaith marriages there are institutional ostracism uh, suicides honor killings and these are bigger problems in the society and uh, i acknowledge that fortunately these are already being discussed in many places and uh, mainstream media as well we'll skip uh, those topics for today um, and we'll stick to the uh, you know the vice versa love uh, that we are talking about between um, parents and children uh, bringing the toxicity around that presupposed age right so what are the actual issues so five major problems first one parents want their children male or female uh, to marry between the age of 23 and 30 children they don't want to marry so they are at loggerheads with each other so that's problem number one it's binary I want to marry don't want to marry right problem number two uh, what ensues from problem problem number one is this constant quarreling squabbling guilt tripping condescension livid reactions uh, to trivial actions and silent treatment and you know, this is wholesome melodrama so this is problem number 2 this is uh, what we see problem number 3 uh, this case where both parties uh, agrees that the marriage should happen uh, but they cannot agree on the matrimonial prospect due to insipid reasons like religion caste money status a sort of physical appearance um career um stability uh, especially financial stability and so on and so forth so that's the third problem fourth problem expert advice by relatives friends and the community members in the society which often throws the relationship between uh, the parent and child out of balance fifth problem my favorite one ego standoff parents and children does not want to lose against each other parents getting the final laugh is unbearable uh, for the child children having their own way in this world is humbling for a parent this is the ego standoff and then much of the problems is coming from this because nobody is ready to ready to consider each other's position that's uh, those are the problems do you agree yes um like but do you want to do like first let's break down the problems before we kind of do the causation hunting is that okay yes i mean uh, just to put out these are the uh, the, the major problems yes, so these agree. are the pillars which we are sort of trying to address today and uh, yeah i thought we'll go into like the individual perspectives now to see uh, what the parents perspective is and then child's perspective is obviously these problems that we discussed right now will be coming in 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 that discussion as well uh, and it is much more uh, in the context of uh, of the perspective of uh, the parent and child and and clearly since we don't have you know we don't have like a a parent uh, to represent them i must say that i will probably go out on a limb and try to play devil's advocate for the parent okay while i Yeah, do it. Well, do it. I, I mean, both you. sides, I suppose. Yeah, if yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, just because you know, we need their side also represented. I might just 
let just press you on what we might probably converge on in an otherwise uh, like a regular conversation that's a good point to be honest um i mean i have tried to balance both perspectives here um, but i mean there is a slight bias i think towards uh, uh, the offspring the yeah, child yeah because yeah. because of i mean probably my yeah. age and um, other reasons we'll see why it is yeah. right so first uh, parents perspective one for most parents uh, they genuinely think that it is their duty and responsibility to sort out a wedding for their children they genuinely believe that and sort of they think marriages are supposed to be done like paying bills there is a deadline and it has to be done before that uh, multiple reasons that they you know one it's the health issues that pa- parents usually see when they are uh, t- uh, towards that age say 60 um and and they quote that as a reason why the child should get married because uh, parents won't be there to take care of them and they need someone else to take care of them right um second is the indian parents are absolutely convinced that they know what's best for their children um the next issue is parents think a community means security uh they are, they're worried that the society and relations uh what would they say if their if if their the children is not married uh during the marriageable age um so that's that's sort of a concern for them so because they have always lived around that community and it has always provided security for instance i have heard one of my friend in uh, he told in bihar his parents used to used to think the more the numbers uh in the family that means the family is better secure and in reality they have lost uh children due to the you know some sort of uh criminal violence or gang war or whatever so um so that's uh that's the age where the parents are from so they do think that um, a companionship which is sort of extending the community it means security in long term um then uh, with marriage um uh, parents believe that the child will develop new personality traits like patience and then sort of planning ahead and they think marriage will put things into perspective right so that's another argument often put out by um parents and like i said uh, they know uh, for a reason parents know that um, the friends means the the children's uh, friends they will get on with their life and other priorities when they get married um and the friends will usually have a valid reason to avoid you the children they will most likely seek companionship the friends get out of their way uh, say around 30 and then um when they seek companionship the easiest way to achieve that is marriage that's what uh, parents's argument is uh they they obviously know sex it will become seasonal eventually and everyone is looking for a long term companionship and family right um a uh, kids that's one reason parents say that uh, they want to see the grandchildren um and obviously they see other grandparents and they get jealous uh so this is one funny argument about uh, kids that i've heard is that uh kids born out of a young couple's wedlock are healthy and better looking 
and overall you know uh, like chubby and fresh <laughs> uh, they're overall energetic that's but when compared to kids generated post 30 in lethargic coitus they <laughs> they're rather dull and so but do, but, uh, but do, do we have like I, i what would be interesting is if we actually have a study on it you know like i think um, uh, you know I, i don't know let's like try finding studies if that if that argument can be substantiated i'll be quite interested to see if uh, that's quite true yeah i think indeed this argument is not backed and then study would be nice but is this is purely based on observation i, I suppose, suppose so. yeah um yeah yeah anyway that's one argument um then uh, you know the biological cycle for females that you know converges at 30 to a, uh, to a decision making point and then parents to put this out as a reason so and uh, the let, before i mean uh, you know before we bring in why parents believe in this okay like this is just like my understanding as to do you want to talk about why they like see because if you look at our parents and you look at their parents and the parents before them what is consistent is all of them have continued to believe this um so what like it would be interesting for us like talk a little bit about why do they believe what they believe and is it because there is some underlying rationale to it or let's say tomorrow you and i become uh, a parent uh, would we believe the same thing for our offspring so is it is it a biological uh, slash intellectual thought or is it purely an intellectual thought that, that just translates generation after generation so that's worth uh, nice one so i have added a section uh, which sort of discusses uh, evolution um, so we can definitely bring this discussion uh, towards that point yeah uh, i'll i'll try to remind you when we get there excellent um okay another interesting observation or uh, argument from parents society is that they ask why are you not getting married and uh, kids give their reasons right and parents say so unless they have lofty ambitions uh, or and goals like nikola tesla or apj abdul kalam who were bachelors through their throughout their life um then you know you should learn to accept that it will be difficult to deal with the constant changes in life after say 30 right uh, so if you don't have the entire focus on ambitious goals you must learn to accept that's one one argument that parents put out right uh the next section is uh, superstition <laughs> most parents uh, still believe in horoscope and then you know jatakam kundali whatever it is called matching along with their uh, family status and position matching you know before getting their Uh, children married they think i mean obviously you must have heard this argument that if you don't get married before 27 say your husband or wife will end up in a premature death <laughs> and that sort of <laughs> thing so it's completely irrational but they do believe that and they do point that out as a reason um then they refuse to accept the fact that children are grown up and that they can make their own choices I mean parents still genuinely believe that in certain matters like marriage children can't make a decision on their own and then kanyadhan 
which is uh, asset transfer yeah the old age father uh, <laughs> if they wanting to go to the heaven <laughs> they should uh, transfer all assets yeah i mean strange that they still do believe it mm, yeah um, yeah i mean so here i would again like i i would concur with some of the views and i would like um, you know move away from other views so the, especially the one with like the tesla and abdul kalam i feel the contrary is true like if you're not married for long enough mm. then you know that is out of the question now you know you're like no one's going to marry you you're not going to have kids and all of that so then you would just choose to focus on one field and become very great at that what i was trying to say is that i think it's the other way around where you know like if you if you dodge the bullet of marriage uh until you're 30 mm-hmm. and so when the marriage goes out of question you know that you're not going to be married you're not going to have children then you tend to focus on on other things in life which is more important and then you have a more clear sense of direction as to what you're going to do for the next 30 years um that can that can yeah, be, perhaps, yeah that yeah. can be a counter to that claim that the parents have but as far as this uh, right. this kanyadan um concept is concerned i think i think it's it's true not just for women but it's also true for men uh, i truly believe that a parent thinks it is their legitimate responsibility to pass on the child regardless of its being a man or a woman to another person per se so that they are they are yeah. together as a couple uh, i mean mm-hmm. it sounds funny this whole uh, kanyadan principle but i think the root cause is that as a parent because you love your child so much you're constantly thinking mm. about how that child would continue to live in this world when you die so yeah, because yeah. no see the, for the child it's easier the child kind of has accepted the fact that my parents are older i will live in this earth a lot longer than them it's not explicit but it's already mm. there in the head so it's not a worry because the child has uh, accepted the fact that okay i might live to see the day uh where my parents won't be there anymore but for the parent that is an unimaginable thought uh so just that security that after i go there is another life that is going to take care of the life that i brought to earth uh, i think is mm. like is is why they do it i mean call it kanyadan but i think it's the same for for a son as well uh now so i was just wondering what would you call um the you know the sun dhan as kanyas uh, does it does that mean a yeah, virgin pro, young pro, woman no kanya is, is just a, a girl a young girl so kumara is a boy hmm. kumara and kanya because they you can say kumara yeah, dhan kumara dhan kumara dhan that would be apt yeah nice <laughs> yeah. yeah nice okay next point is um, love marriage hmm. um most indian parents feel that love marriage won't work especially if it's from a different caste or religion then it won't work in long term um and then obviously you see uh, the threat of suicide and then well again caste is sort of the projection of the patriarchy in the in the in the society the status that you hold and that i mean the other extreme is honor killing so suicide and honor killings uh, there is threat from marriage from uh, parents so 
uh, you hear that parents openly saying that they don't feel uh, or they don't see the point in living anymore uh, when they see their child is getting married to someone from a different caste or religion you know what i mean so that's uh, that's that's an argument i mean uh, parents do shout these things at children um uh, that uh, it's uh, from our point that see, that would seem extremely irrational but that is the truth unfortunately yeah to a certain extent so again when it comes to yeah. this uh, caste and thing like when we kind of deep dive as to why societies did what they did when it comes to caste right like and if we go back to the, you know the the science of eugenics um which was a science that many societies tried to perfect ancient societies right right from uh, hang on sorry sorry what is uh, eugenics what yeah, is that eugenics mean? is is a, is a is a is a method of uh, uh, okay let me pull up the definition because i don't paraphrase because it's quite important that uh, you know i i tell what it is correctly hmm so eugenics is considered to be the study of how to arrange reproduction within a human population to increase the occurrence of heritable characteristics regarded as desirable okay so it's not a recent science uh, uh, like okay. casper is whatever is happening today but eugenics has been tried and practiced in many ancient societies including the greek societies like sparta for example so what spartans did was considered okay. to be uh, eugenics where you would have the best baby and if the baby was with some flaw you discarded it right cool uh, can you hold that thought i mean maybe take a note mm. so we have something similar in the next oh, yeah. se- we'll section like that. That yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll part. segue to that yeah yeah we'll segue there yeah 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 this this would yes. be nice uh, yes. to add there uh, just take yes. a note yeah excellent okay all all that being said uh, these are not solid arguments uh these opinions are deduced from from the discussions that i've had and also the research that i've done let's be honest parents seldom open up they don't they uh, they are rather inarticulate about the things that they want to convey because they have never managed to form their uh, opinions or arguments against the propositions maybe because they think it's their it's their divine right to expect unwavering obedience from their youngling uh so these these arguments are out there and that's that's what their position maybe i have missed out on some but uh from here we go on to the children's perspective to see what they think